Welcome, we'll start with the final chapter for class 8 in NCRT and in this chapter we'll talk about the law and social justice. In the next chapters, next classes we would continue with NCRT class 9 political science and the remaining topics of history. So coming forward, we have the first aspect that we need to understand. So first is formation of law, we can understand it in this way. So first the laws are formed and then you have the machinery which basically implements the law or enforces the law. So let's say we have a law on curbing child labor. So just formulating that law itself won't work unless and until that is properly implemented or enforced. Now there are numerous private companies which work for profit and when they are working for profit they de deny the rights of the workers. We would be discussing one good example of the Union Carbide factory that was, uh, that was the case of Bhopal gas tragedy. So we will be talking about that case study as we move forward. But the idea is mostly the private companies and the private contractors work for a sole motive of profit. However, government does not have the sole motive of profit. So government tries to implement and enforce the law as to protect the rights of the workers. However, when we talk about law, there are a kind of trio that is a maintained. So that is workers, consumers and producers. So it's a kind of triangle or a trio that is maintained between the workers, consumers and the producers. And the sole idea is to check that none of these is exploited. So neither the worker should be exploited nor the consumer who is availing the final product should be uh, exploited. So consumers have their consumer rights, workers are protected through numerous rights. Some of the common examples of protection when we talk about laws are the Minimum Wages Act, Workers' Safety Act, then you have the quality and the standard of products, the pricing of goods, the pollution levels, checking against child labor and forming the various worker associations or trade unions what we say. So these are some of the examples by which the government tries to prevent exploitation of the workers. Now as we said enforcement is a key aspect. So what's the benefit of enforcing this laws? The benefit of enforcing the law is first the weaker is protected. So the weaker section is always protected when the laws are correctly enforced. The second is many of the times laws exist but proper implementation of these laws is not working. So there is a, a system of inspector Raj that occurs and the sole idea that we move forward is to end the practice of this inspector Raj. So inspector Raj what does this mean? This means that suppose you have a factory and this factory is uh, causing numerous uh, kind of huge amount of pollution. Now you have a government official who walks into the factory for the purpose of inspection. He is produced with certain documents and he does not do, do his due diligence and does not check the documents properly and approves the license for the factory or allows the factory to manufacture the product. Now what would happen? This inspector because he is not doing his due diligence has allowed the factory 
to produce something but in lieu this factory is causing tremendous damage to let's say the river that's flowing nearby so all the pollutants all the toxic material is being discharged into the river so what happens ultimately is the people and this people not only includes the workers but the nearby residents and also those who consume consume the products to certain extent depending on the type of commodity are affected by this so the next is important thing under enforcement of law is to check the system of inspector raj and end the system of inspector raj check whether the employers are paying decent wages so it should not be that they are asked to sign on a certain amount and paid only less than that amount so all those things are checked under the enforcement when we talk about and this enforcement tries to bring in social justice now let's take an example simple example of child labor so when we talk about child labor the constitution says no child below an age of 14 years would be employed in a factory which produces hazardous Uh, chemicals or hazardous substances if this is this is found there is a 4 year jail term however in reality there are 12 million children in india as per 2001 data who are between 5 to 14 years and are employed in the hazardous organization so we have definitely a law but the enforcement uh, the enforcement of the law is still lags so what we need to understand is the proper enforcement of law is a must the next is as we talked about the case study of bhopal gas now bhopal gas tragedy occurred in the union carbide factory this union carbide factory you have the gas leakage and the name of the gas was methyl isocyanide cyanide is a kind of poisonous gas if it is leaked it would lead to um, kind of death among the nearby surrounding so in within 3 days there were nearly 8000 people that died and 50000 went sick now this union carbide factory is an american factory which opened in india now some of the lapses that appeared while the union carbide factory opened in india was the level of security and safety measures i would say were much higher in america as compared to india so what happened over the time was since the rules are much strict in america it was the computerized warning and monitoring system in america and it was not so in india the next was the emergency evacuation procedure which existed in america not in india there was mandatory check on the uh, pollution levels checking pollution was mandatory for the union carbide factory in america it was not so in india however what was there in india was a very cheap labor in america they did not find cheap labor so what this company did was they planned to ship to india and start a plant in india again uh, the company knew very well that most of the equipments were not functioning well here however they were functioning very well in america they did not pay any heed to it the government officials who kept on uh, inspecting the region did not pay any heed to it considering the fact that this is at least providing employment to the numerous unemployed youth in india and they asked that this project should continue 
Again, the safety training period which exists for 6 months in America was reduced only to 15 days in India. All these factors deeply affected the situation in India. The next important thing was the workers were willing to work in an unsafe condition in India and they were not so in America. Now all these factors which we saw here ultimately what happened was these factors became the cause of the gas tragedy. Since the officials very well knew that most of the parts were not functioning well still they were continuing they were obtaining license getting government approval year and on so ultimately this had to happen if the enforcement of the laws is proper then there was there should have not been a problem with the uh, Bhopal gas issue now coming on to what kind of enforcement does government provide so under the right to life under article 21 the government or the constitution says that the law should not be violated it talks about checking the safety laws the government also knows that there are certain laws safety laws which are weak first of all they are weak and secondly they are not enforced so we are adding to the already existing problem so first of all we do not have that strong safety rules for the workers and whatever rules exist even those are not enforced and finally this is a result of the inspector raj system as we talked about and what we work to do in the recent years with maximum governance is ending the system of inspector raj now <coughs> government objected uh, the government was asked about the methyl isocyanide production people around objected in 1978 but government approved the plan considering the fact that it would provide more employment again the workers face a huge issue the union carbide factory workers did not got adequate compensation for the harm that that was caused in that region in contrast to that there was a travel agency who booked the ticket for the people and they were they missed the Disneyland and shopping in Paris as a result they were, this travel agency had to pay rupees 8 lakh in compensation if that was the amount of compensation that could be given to the union carbide employees it would have helped it would obviously not have helped the core of the issue but at least there was some kind of security for the remaining family members. Now the laws for the environment. Till 1984 India did not have stringent laws for the environment. So there could be any factory that could come up, any level of pollution it could cause without any restrictions. However later on we came up with numerous environmental laws. More than 30 environmental laws exist as of now. So we have Environmental Protection Act, Prevention and Control of Pollution, Atomic Energy Act, Wildlife Protection Act, Biological Diversity, Biomedical Waste, Public Liability Insurance, so on and so forth. So you have numerous laws that exist as of now. Now after this Bhopal gas tragedy or Bhopal gas incident occurred, the government realized that there is a need to have a strong laws a strong loss for the environment as well because it's not only the workers who are at harm it's also the people in the surrounding region who are affected by the same industrial accident so what occurs under new laws is the polluter is responsible for the damage to the environment so if there is any damage that is caused to the environment 
who would be the person who is polluting the environment would be liable for that case there was a decision under subhash kumar versus state of bihar in 1991 where supreme court stated that right to life is a fundamental right under article 21 at and this includes enjoyment of a pollution free hazardous free Uh, atmosphere so government took the responsibilities to set out new laws for pollution free environment clean rivers and putting up heavy fines for those who are polluting the environment so new laws in many of the regions many of the metropolitan and municipalities have brought about that industries will not be located close to the residential area the workers have been relocated since the industries have relocated to the farther areas workers now have to commute and since they have to commute it is putting a additional burden on the transport so there are new residential colonies that are coming up near the industrial sector the polluting factories are definitely moved to the outskirts of the city and in 1998 government gave a resolution where all the diesel vehicles should be switched to cng in order to reduce air pollution and toxic substances and this was done on a case by case basis starting with delhi again there are many advanced countries what they are doing is they are producing the contents or the harmful or hazardous chemicals and ultimately dumping those in the developing nations so india bangladesh and pakistan becomes the home for dump or the dumping ground of the hazardous waste mainly the pesticides lead and asbestos and this is creating a kind of landfill issues or land pollution in the region again in alang and gujarat we have a ship breaking industry this ship breaking again is a very uh, hazardous industry because most of the ship which are coming here contain potentially hazardous chemicals which can affect the surrounding regions and affect the people nearby so those are some of the issues that we need to address however under summary we can say that not just framing the laws is important the main idea is to enforce them implement them check on the private users or private companies whether they are enforcing the laws and government must try to uh, enforce the laws as stringent as possible so with this we cover the last class for political science class 8 will be starting with class 9 and continuing with history as well have a good day